Hi, this is Geeta Nandikotkur, Managing Editor for Asia and Middle East with Information Security Media Group. I caught up with Mark Perry, Asia-Pacific CTO at Ping Identity, recently in Singapore. Mark, who is based in Australia, specializes in identity and access management and discusses why practitioners across the banking, financial and other sectors find it complex to deploy identity and access management solutions and suggest simple and unique ways to leverage the innovations happening in this space for ensuring better security and authentication. Welcome and thanks for joining the conversation, Mark. Thank you, Keisha. It is always observed the practitioners, not just the banking sector, but various other sectors, find it really challenging to deploy identity and access management solutions. Why is the perception so? Yes, look, I think that's probably true historically that identity and access management has been complex. And because it's really an integration project, the complexity is more around how you work with your existing systems and your new applications. I think that's changing. I think that with the new modern technologies we have, with the new protocols that work around REST, it enables people to deploy systems more easily. And also the integration becomes more easy. And Certainly the skills that are out there are becoming cheaper and easier to find, which also helps. You're right. The digitization has really increased these complexities. So which component of this entire deployment process is more challenging? Look, I think, again, it's the integration pieces which are the most challenging. So, and again, traditionally, it's been the provisioning of identity data, which has been really hard to do, very expensive. Often people are writing software to do the integration instead of using off-the-shelf integration methods there. And then conversely, it's been access management and uh, authentication, which has been the easier parts of identity management to implement. Uh, so what have been the common architectural level challenges that the practitioners need to really worry about? Well, I think the first thing really is people should be using the open standards that are out there instead of using proprietary technologies where possible. By using open standards, and, and those standards are OAuth and OpenID Connect and SAML and so on, people can actually implement and integrate very quickly because this is a well-known pattern and is widely now supported by the various vendors. Uh, it enables people to really piggyback off the work of the industry and provide the security they need while working to a framework that works. Uh, the more difficult parts are the things that need custom development. And with custom development, there is often that required, but it's difficult to maintain that software. And if there are security issues in the code, then it's very expensive to go and remediate those generally. So are there new methods of authentication? Yes, yes. I think the major thing there is that traditionally people have been using SMS as a communication mechanism for one-time passcodes and so on. And the NIST organization in the US has now said that should be deprecated and phased out of most organizations because of the security issues. So we've seen over the last few years people turning to push notifications via the smartphone apps because that is a secure private channel between the, the operating system vendor and the app compared to SMS, which is a public channel. And then on top of that, people are layering other innovative multi-factor solutions like facial recognition or voice recognition, which can be used across many different platforms. More biometric-based. Biometric-based, exactly. And again, there's a standard for that called FIDO, which I'd encourage people to look at because that is a standard way of enabling biometrics and removing some of the security issues around storing biometric data. So what are the challenges? Is this biometric-based authentication foolproof? 
Oh, look, I don't think you can ever say anything's foolproof. I'm, I'm not silly enough to say that. But I think the idea really is to store enough data about the biometric in a very secure location, and generally that is on the device. So the, the secure enclave in iOS and, and also Android allows people to at least have some security over where that is actually stored rather than storing it in a server environment, which is potentially hackable. So I think that's the first thing people should do, and the FIDO standard actually provides for that. I think the other thing is don't rely on one particular method. I think it's important to have a wide range of authentication methods and be able to select the authentication method depending on the risk of the transaction. Using data about the user, where their device is and you know whether the device has been jailbroken and so on enables you to produce different authentication decisions at different times. You have been the CTO for APAC. What are the new innovations happening around this identity management? Yeah, it's really interesting. I think that a couple of years ago, I would have said it's all about improving the security of back-end systems, so preventing breaches and managing passwords more securely and, and so on. It's really flipped in the last couple of years to be focused on consumers, to increasing user experience and people being able to retain their customers, reduce churn and improve their NPS score. I think the important thing is there is that the technologies can be used for both scenarios. It's not one or the other. And I really think that a lot of the learning that's happened by using these new REST-based technologies can be used for employee-facing applications as well. And we're seeing some of that in the, the region now. So when you say risk-based, what does that indicate? So by using REST as a, a communication protocol, it really is very simple for developers to oh. consume that. And that makes it easier to roll out new applications and also to secure the communication channel. You can use API gateways and API security security functions are much easier than older methods. You also mentioned, I think, about tokenization. Has that picked up in this region? Yes, I think the shift to OAuth and OpenID Connect and then representing information about the end user in a token that can be signed and encrypted has really revolutionised the way we work in this industry. I think in the past we've been working with proprietary cookies. It's been hard then to bring in new technologies to work with that style of legacy architecture. And you know, by moving to a standard like OAuth, it's enabled a lot of things to happen more quickly. So the entire scenario that is changing now and companies, the banks, critical infrastructure companies getting becoming victims of these new threats. So do you think the identity management technology, does it give enough controls to secure against these new age threats? Yes, look, it's a good question. I think that firstly, people should realize that using passwords alone is not secure and that multi-factor authentication is a base level requirement now. It doesn't matter whether you're securing access for employees or for customers, it's just required. Using a secure method of authenticating people will help in those situations. The other thing is to stop using legacy methods of providing access to people, especially employees. So traditionally, when somebody starts in an organization, the person who is already in that job role will have their access rights copied to that new person. And of course, if that person's been there a long time, they will end up with a lot of access rights that maybe they shouldn't have. So managing access to applications and the, the access rights at an individual level is very, very important. And I think the new modern technologies in that piece around entitlements management helps to, to build that out as well. So what would be your advice to the practitioners, the CISOs of all organizations when it comes to securing their microservices and mobile services? 
Yeah, so I think that using OAuth as the security mechanism is a requirement. And again, to look at using off-the-shelf products where possible to enable that to be built quickly and easily and maintained easily as well. And work on the parts of your application or service which you own the IP for and you're able to then develop um, to bring your uniqueness to market. We as software vendors have spent a long time getting this right. And look, we see identity as being the core of uh, transactions on the internet. And having a secure identity infrastructure is really key to then enabling a whole lot of new services. Thanks, Mark, for your insights on the new approaches practitioners need to take in deploying IAM solutions for better security.